Hey, sweet people, how's it going? I'm your host, Mark Zeus. This is the Sweet Spot Podcast with another creative coffee break, bringing all brand owners, entrepreneurs, and creatives quick tips on brand building and design. In today's episode, I'm going to answer a question from a listener. How to build a brand as an artist. How to stay true to your artistic production and still create a brand that helps build visibility in the market. Before we get started, a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is presented by Roesternest, which is German for Roaster's Nest, a family-owned coffee roastery that offers a variety of carefully hand-roasted specialty blends. High-quality beans and a gentle individual roasting makes Roesternest coffee a real taste experience. Today I am drinking El Clasico, a balanced espresso roast with the aroma of dark chocolate and hazelnut. Mm. This one and all other blends are now available in a special edition with a beautiful winter design. With the promo code SWEETSPOT10, listeners of this podcast get 10% off of any order till April 30th. Visit roesternest.de and use the promo code SWEETSPOT10 and have yourself a creative coffee break. All infos in the show notes. And now, let's start with our creative coffee break. Freshly brewed inspiration, delicious news and hot tips to wake up your brand building. This is the Creative Coffee Break with Mark Seuss. All right, sweet people, as I told you in the intro today, I'm going to answer a question that I received from a listener. His name is Janosch. He's from Berlin and he's an artist himself. He's a photographer and he sent me the following question. Hi, Mark. My question is an age old one. It concerns the difficult relationship between art and commerce. In my opinion, artistic production shouldn't be tied to economic interests, but most often it has to be in order for the artist to ensure their existence. So, to elaborate, I think, I feel you can always smell it when artistic production is aimed at a certain market, at a certain target group. Um, we had this example in your Fugengold podcast episode where you so deftly plucked apart uh, the German artist Leon Löwentraut. And my question, therefore, is how does an artist stay true to their artistic production while taking care of their brand building and visibility in a market? How does one bridge this, this conflict and stay free in their in their art at the same time all right sweet people first of all thank you janos for this great question that i'm gonna try and answer now fairly quickly um so first of all if i listen to your to your question i hear a hypothesis that artistic production is not tied to commercial interests you're talking about you can smell if an artistic production is Well, I think we got to put this into perspective. It depends on which art and craft you're talking about and also which artist you're actually talking about. I think you're holding yourself or the artists you're talking about to a pretty high standard, which is which is totally fine. But I think there 
are quite a lot of artists that totally have commercial interests in, embedded in their work and even in the sujets they are um, they are working at. But before we dive into the analysis and the strategy that I would apply for building an artist brand, um, let's clear a couple of things up. You mentioned the Fugengold podcast, which is another podcast project I'm doing. Um, it's in German together with um, my dear co-host Markus S. Kleiner. That's a weekly podcast where we analyze, criticize uh, the media industry, the cultural landscape. And the one you mentioned is a German artist called Leon Löwentraut. And we talked about him. And I, in this episode of Fungold, I talked about why I do not like him as an artist brand, because I think he is pretty much um, constructed on a as a blueprint of a modern artist he's uh, pushed into the media at a very young age and he's built there and his let's say his artistic oeuvre isn't that deep or well thought out and it's not very crafty at least that's my my opinion from the outside without knowing him but yeah we did a little analysis on the art world and the changes that have happened to artists and the the media personalities of artists over the last years and he was one of the um, examples of the artworks and artists that I do not appreciate so um, to all the German speaking audiences you can give it a listen I'll put it in the show notes German podcast as I mentioned but back to you Janos and your question um, how do artists stay true to their artistic production while taking care of their brand building and visibility in the market? Is there a conflict that you have to bridge? Do you Can you stay free in your artistic journey if you have a strategy and a brand building vision at hand? I really appreciate this question and I'm happy to share some thoughts on this since I'm working with artists and creative from different disciplines. I help them with brand building and visibility through storytelling and media products. So I think the first important note is that there is a big difference um, which artistic practice we're talking about. There is a lot of common ground and certain things that all artists can do to gain visibility and, and build a brand for themselves. But in detail, I think, for example, musicians and bands especially have a big focus on brand experience like live shows concerts music videos etc etc as well as merchandise so they need a strong recognizable logo a visual language that can be designed entirely from scratch and align with their musical vision and bring to life something that's in different medium that's invisible before so design and visual brand building plays a huge role there With visual artists and, and even more so fine artists like painters, sculptors, or also in your case, Janos, a photographer, it's very different. Their brand design has to align with their visual expression, maybe complemented, but mostly just support whatever is already there visually. So, but let's take a look at brand building and design strategically. I always start with strategy. What's your vision, your message, your drive? Um, Without doubt, all artists have a strong vision, but especially many visual artists struggle to put that into words. But doing so can help you to position yourself in the market. And I'm not talking about selling out, not interfering with your art, but more about being clear for yourself where you stand. 
And you can do this in your own terms. Do you identify as a traditionalist, as a modernist, as a punk, as a charmer, and so on and, and so forth. So what I mean is, Yayoi Kusama has a very different vision than Anselm Kiefer, for example, and will therefore attract a very different um, galleries, curators, and audiences. So it's important to be self-aware when it comes to, to that. And I'm not talking about commercial interests, but of knowing what you do and why you do it, and who might be interested in seeing and supporting your art, your craft, whatever you put out in the world. A good brand building strategy for artists defines who you are and how you can express this more precisely. It's not restraining your creativity, quite the opposite. It will free you from constantly struggling with media, with press, with your own channels like social media. So with the strategy at hand, you will have all your attention and creativity going into your work. Knowing that you've taken care of how and where you put your message and art out into the world. And with time you'll be able to include other success factors in your vision. Maybe work towards a solo show, um, being represented by a certain gallery or something along those lines. So that's the, that's the first part. Don't be afraid of looking at your, your personal brand, your artistic brand in a strategic way. It's not going to interfere with your creativity or your vision. In my experience, it's quite the opposite. It will free you up. It will, you will have this checked off your list and you can totally dive into your creative process and you know the rest is taken care of. So that's the first part. The second part, of course, is the brand design, becoming visible as a brand. As mentioned before, that's different for musicians and actors and visual artists, but let's stick to fine artists like photographers. For as an example, your visual identity has to support your art and not overwhelm or overshadow it. This could be a very delicate choice of colors, if it's not just black and white, which people go for very often, and also typography, which font aligns with whatever artworks you put out there. Is it a very neutral sans serif font? Is it a little bit more playful maybe? Do you work with your signature or is it a very neutral lettering of your of just your name? So I think overall when it comes to design you can go two ways. You can either be very neutral like a curated catalog of a museum, of a gallery, which is mostly black and white, very subtle typography, and really make the artworks or the photographies of the artworks stand out. Um, high quality prints, good paper. The same goes for the, for the websites in, in many cases. Um, and really just prepare a well curated stage for the artworks to shine. And the rest is very tuned down, very subtle, very delicate. This is one way to go. The other way to go, of course, is if you work with a designer that knows your art and you vibe with him or her, then you can, of course, collaborate to create a design that's more bold and that also can slightly interfere with the artworks. Let's say you have a street artist or graffiti artist um, and you use a, a big bold brush font that looks a little bit like the artist would have tagged it him or herself um, you could pick up colors that are dominant in the artworks that you show on the page or on the paper but this is a way 
bolder statement when it comes to design and it's actually complementing or even interfering with the artworks themselves so you really have to have a deep connection and a deep trust for your designers that that work in such a way so both ways are possible but if you start up with this and you're really looking for establishing your artist brand i would stick with the safe choice to start like really say okay you don't need a logo you don't need an an imagery or a slogan or a strong typography that draws attention away from your artworks. So actually just stick with a very simple, non-distractive font. Maybe stay black and white in your branding as a start. And with time, your branding can evolve. It can it can grow and you can start to establish certain colors, maybe play with typography, maybe play with how you represent your artworks. If you really print a catalog, you can think of, is there, do I show details? Do I zoom in to certain places of, let's say, a painting? Um, yeah, and then you, you can take it from there. But the foundation for this is that you find a designer that really gets your vibe and you invest a little bit of time and energy into creating a branding that's more creative so and when it comes to visibility well you don't have to market yourself as an artist this could take hours and hours each week and actively doing marketing or sales building a brand really means taking control of the way that people perceive you and your art and having that in place whenever you need it you can hand it out to galleries or people representing you. You can hand it out to visitors of your exhibition. You can send it to interview partners, podcast partners, and so on and so forth. Building a brand doesn't mean you have to go all in and entertain the masses. Do actively market your brand every day on every channel. But it just means that you have carved out a very clear vision of who you want to be of what you want to stand for um, you manage to put this into words into a visual adaptation and you just have this in place whenever you need it so bottom line don't shy away from thinking of yourself as a brand if you're an artist brand is not a dirty word it simply means capturing your essence if you're a company just as well as if you're an artist a brand compresses your vision and what you stand for into an image that will stick in the heads of your audience. That doesn't mean you have to be driven by commercial factors. You can make this completely about your artistic vision. And a good artist brand is an authentic representation with the depth and the integrity it needs. So Janos, I hope I could answer a little bit of your question and also to you sweet people. I hope there's something you can take away from today. If you want to learn more about brand building and design, visit sweetspot.studio and check out the other Sweetspot podcast. If you enjoy the show, like and subscribe to the Sweetspot podcast. That's it for today. Stay caffeinated and I'll hear you on the sweet side. This podcast is produced by Sweetspot Studio. New episodes each week, wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed the show, leave a rating and subscribe to never miss an episode. Find out more at sweetspot-studio.com. <laughs>